Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Improved Podcast, the official podcast of Classic Studios. I am your host, Chase Collins, and happy Monday. Good morning. If you're on your way to the work, driving on your commute, I hope you drive safe. If you're listening to this at some other time, I hope you're having a great day or a Whoa. Oh, hello. We're back. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It has been a minute. Not for you, but for me. So I don't know if you can hear, but in the background, you can hear my little niece calling for me. She says, Uncle Chase. And then, boom, I cut off the recording. I was, what did I say? I said, whoa, who's calling my name? But I already turned off the recording before that. So I paused there and then I did not record anything for the remainder of my trip to Virginia because it was like I'm just here I'm living in the moment I'm gonna enjoy my time with my nieces I'm gonna enjoy my time with my family and my friends and so now I'm recording this podcast and I'm back in Florida what up Florida (laughs) I don't know why I said that um but yeah so what's up ladies and gentlemen we're back um we got a great podcast lined up for you we got my boy JD um and I am yeah, excited for you guys to hear this one. It's definitely a little rough. I have to apologize for the audio quality on JD's and his audio kept cutting in and out. It's borderline unlistenable, but there's some really great um, like one-liners and zingers in there that I think makes this podcast worth it. So I wasn't going to scrap it. I just want to get it out there for you all to listen to. So you have a, a Monday morning podcast. Um, again, I apologize that the audio quality is not the best. We're going to get that fixed for next time, but um stay tuned for the end of the podcast to hear about my goals my updates for this week all right i'll catch you later bye-bye put this thing on D for an hour um but yeah first of all welcome craig and more importantly welcome jd to the podcast i am so happy to have you on here most people don't know this but you and i actually had a podcast for about a solid two months and now we're here on my podcast and i'm so happy that you're here i'm happy we get to relive some of the glory days we have a exciting exciting podcast that i think a lot of people are going to relate to once we start getting into the details because you have a really interesting story. Whenever I describe you to like my friends and my family, I always say like, yeah, JD's like two years behind us because you're two years younger than me. So you just graduated from college. You just got your master's degree, which is actually not two years behind me. I just got my master's degree. So we're like, you're catching up. You're catching up quick, man. And it's, 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 uh, it's awesome to see. I'm glad, I'm glad you're you're doing the adulting thing, and I'm excited uh, to get into the details of it all. So, yeah, welcome to the podcast, JD. Oh, yeah, thank you so much. You know, happy to, happy to be here, happy to spread the word of the Lord. Yeah, did you? Up above. Well, I, yeah, I'm excited for you to spread the word too, man. Uh, so, what we want, what I wanted to talk about, man, you have been on a crazy journey these last couple of years and i i'm really excited to know like the motivation behind it because i've never i've known what you're doing but i don't i didn't know why you were doing all these things and so i'm excited to like learn about that so i'll i'll maybe set it up and then you can say like oh chase that was really wrong we gotta do some course correction and set the expectation so you graduated from college and your plan was to move across country like to a new state every year for like three years straight until you reached California. And while you were doing that, you were also living with a couple of guys, doing the music thing, trying to make it as musicians. Um, and you were also pursuing your MBA. And so that's what I think you were trying to do. But I want to know, like, was that the plan or what was the plan? Maybe you can even set this up better than I can. Uh, so hit me with it. Well, I wouldn't say there was really ever a plan. Um, I moved because I wanted to get out of Lubbock. 
Um, just got done with school. Wasn't really sure quite what to do. And uh, Ethan in OKC. And so I went there. And someone else threw out the idea, all right, let's go to Arizona. And then... Okay. I, I lost audio there for a second. I was like, I missed like five seconds. Say that again. Okay. It's okay. Um, they, they said they wanted to go to California, and I was like, that's stupid. So I stayed, I kept my job, and uh, here we are. There really wasn't a, like, a plan that says, like, all right, I'm going to go here, 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 and here. It was just kind of like, I'll go as far as you can see. We'll do You'll go as far until like you find something to keep you grounded, I guess. You were just kind of looking. Yeah, pretty much, because I was doing my master's program online, and so, like, I didn't have school really tapping me to one place. And, like, yeah. the second we moved to OKC, it was, like, peak time. But, you know, you don't get to, like, go out and meet new people and experience new things. I mean, you know, I got that in, and I actually really, like, liked in OKC. Downtown OKC is cool. I like, uh, there's a, there's a big tall, the tallest tower in downtown OKC. I just call it Gotham Tower. I don't know what it's called, real, but <laughs> it looked like something you'd see in Gotham. I don't know. Cool, cool place, but didn't get to like really experience it. I, like, net, didn't go to the Thunder game. Didn't Brick Town, some bars, but like, not a mask. No one's talking to each other. Yeah, I'm sure it's hard to, well, I can speak to that, actually. Like, it's definitely hard to make roots in a place, like, during a pandemic. <laughs> I don't think any yeah. of us really thought we would be able to say that, because who knew we would be able to experience that. But, yeah, I moved down to Orlando in September 2020, and that was, or no, 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 that's not true at all. I moved down to Orlando in February of 2021, so it was still the pandemic, but it wasn't, like, peak pandemic. It was, you know kind of a year later but it it was definitely it's like yeah i never met any of my coworkers. i moved yeah. down and i was like oh i'm ready to go to work i'm ready to meet some people down in florida and they were like oh no chase we're still remote we're still 100 percent remote it's like then why did you have me move down here what's going yeah, on yeah i remember you telling me that that doesn't make a lick of sense <laughs> yeah it was super weird super strange so i you know i I'm not a very social guy to begin with. And then, so I was expecting to like plant roots with my work and, you know, my coworkers and like, hey, I get to hang out with them. And they're like, no, no, no. 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 It's not, that's not in your stars. That's it's, not the vibe. I know. Yeah. Um, so I was about to ask, does it, do you think the pandemic is what made you, you know, the recluse that you are? Or was that always kind of the way it was beforehand? Oh, uh, that's definitely always sort of been the way that it was like when i was in college and stuff you're sort of forced to socialize like you know roommates and hanging out with people and you know whether you're involved with clubs and like extracurriculars you you have friends and stuff like that but i've i won't oh man and this has actually been like a character flaw i would say with me is like i won't make the effort to like try to hang out with people i always want people to invite me to things and then you quickly become like this guy never invites me out. I'm not going to invite them to anything. And so I've, I've learned sense. to not do that anymore. Like if, if there's people I want to hang out with and talk to, like I make the effort to talk to them because I want to talk to them. That's like mm. part of the reason why I started this podcast is like, I want to keep up with my friends. I want to talk to them. I want to make sure that they're doing all right. But I guess I started a podcast to justify that, even though I shouldn't, you know, I should be keeping up with my friends because I care about them. And I do. I just do it on a podcast. Exactly, dude. It's like uh, your own little. What I'm looking for. Accountability tool. Exactly. Did you say accountability tool? Oh yeah, man. That's exactly what I want this to be. Cause I have these goals and these ambitions, and you're, you know, pretty familiar with all of that. And I think most people who are listening to this podcast are familiar with my goals and my ambitions. And you're someone who's like incredibly ambitious also and that's one of the reasons why we tried to start a podcast like um a couple of months ago was because we both had like goals that we were big and ambitious and we wanted to do this and we were both interested in music which i think is something that 
really connected us in the beginning was just like hey man we're both trying to do this music thing we're both trying to make it as music producers in the mm-hmm. rap game and other stuff too and i i quickly abandoned that when i realized i'm tone deaf <laughs> <laughs> i i don't know i really like i get making me like make really or anything just kind of like because i like it in the practice that comes with it um with comedy like i want to do comedy now too just because i sit at my desk and like listen to podcasts all day Mm-hmm. Dude, that's uh, really exciting gonna open my night i'm just like terrified you know like public speaking's never been my strong suit so we're gonna have to see you should do it man you should do it i'm really interested like I'm interested to know your perspective on it because I hear, you know, these podcasters that I listen to, like Joe Rogan and, you know, Two Caves, One Bear, whatever, like those, you know, mm. or One Cave, Two Bears. What is it? One Bear. It's Two <laughs> Bears, One Cave. Yeah, no, you just got the inverse. Whatever, man. Um, so then they talk about how comedy is like, oh, it's this surgical experience that you have to really craft your words and phrasing. Uh-huh. And, and I'm like, okay, I hear you, but is it? And so I think it kind of is like in some regards, you know? Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. You you ever like watch like one of those standups where like they bring like two, like second bit, they bring it back and like back in with the seventh bit. Like, hey, remember this funny I said earlier? Uh Well, now it like now it relates to this. Like, cause like, you know, you've choreographed this whole like mental thought process that you're saying large amount of people supposed to be unique or relatable like i don't know it's yeah there's a lot of there's no wrong way to do it there's just good and there's bad and you now it's it's interesting it's something i've got all ideas that i need sit down and flush out the ideas and then cut them into five minutes i'll go do that i think it's like seven bucks seven bucks they let me talk for three i think you should do it man i i you know and you're totally right like with anything with any subject whether it's creativity or like you know just anything you there's a depth to it and you can be as good at it or as bad as it as the time you put into it and just like me over here like i write scripts and I'm sure some people will be like, oh, how hard can it be? It's like, well, it's pretty difficult. You know, there's setup and payoff and there's plot points and you don't want to create fluff because that drags along. And like, it's very, I wouldn't describe it as surgical, but it's very meticulous in order to create a narrative that's compelling and you want uh, a viewer or a reader to be, you know, captured by. So yeah, it totally makes sense that comedy is like, at least in the same wheelhouse, right? Um, just like what you were describing, the setup and payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of, the. I think the best example that I can come up with in modern memory is Dave Chappelle's, um, I forget which, comedi- uh, which stand-up routine it was, but the one where he starts off with, hey, community, I'm here to talk about baby. Like, I'm here to save baby, And then uh, at the very end, he's like, Please don't abort the baby. Yeah, he makes an <laughs> like, abortion joke about the baby. It was good. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. It was killer. It was like really well done. And he mm. took like 45, 50 minutes to get to that punchline that he set up at the very beginning. Yeah. And it was very well done. Um, But that's also, it's... you know, the goat. <laughs> yeah, no, that is that is the Dave Chappelle right there. Um, you know, just like you write, you want to you make the audience feel. And the only way you can make the audience feel like, you know, you feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of hoping that they'll relate. What you feel. Yeah. So, so you, um, you're living in Arizona now and you're working in nine to five. You just finished your master's degree and now you're thinking about taking, dipping your toes into stand up comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, got this i mean i got this job in January and coming up on the year mark but i don't know i'm just i'm trying to figure out being an adult thing right now 
unfortunate as it is. But, you know, making decisions as far as like careers go, like where you live, just means it's got a lot. Heavier it's what was that? It's got a lot heavier impact now. Like you choose to go, you choose to. All affects like the trajectory trajectory yeah. and like that's something i've been realizing in life is like everybody's got a different trajectory mm-hmm. times trajectories align good with like other people but then like trajectories that don't align like just to alter yours yeah continue on and <laughs> Man, it cuts out sometimes, so I'm I apologize if I'm talking over you. Um, Good, but yeah, man, that's tough to do, right? Is like the people you surround yourself, they can impact like the decisions you make, the habits you form, and where it can ultimately lead your life. And that's something I had to learn, like in my early twenties, just like where you are, two years behind, not two years behind. I hate saying that. I need to come up with a better way to phrase that. But it's like... Figure it out. It's degrading, and I don't appreciate it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not trying to degrade you, man. I'm just trying to express this sentiment that I have for you because I can see it. Like, where you were, where you are right now is, like, where I was just a little bit ago. And it's so... I'm trying to, like, coach you so that you can take the right steps. Not that the steps I've taken Mm. are great, but... I had some really great advice from you know some awesome coworkers who were in their 30s and 40s, and it's like, oh wow, thanks for that great advice. Like I'm glad I took it, or I wish mm-hmm. I had listened to it. So I'm trying to impart that same knowledge onto you, because yeah, man, and I think you're well on your way, right? You got your MBA. You're how old are you? 24, 25? 24, coming up on 25. 24. So you already have your MBA and your coming up on a year of professional experience like that's killer i need that that year because you know like what you're you were saying you were you're coaching and like that's that's good because you know it's all about experience you got you know a couple more experience in the workforce so you've definitely got like a lot of good stuff to you know give as far as that goes and then i've learned being coachable is also a good skill oh yeah being coachable is important listen even though like it's like yeah you were doing this wrong maybe think about this like you know, i feel like some people that don't understand that can get like butt hurt and they're like nah forget about it yeah man disregard yeah. it because they feel like some type of way yeah no you're exactly right like the being humble like having the humility being humble enough to take advice is really important being like not letting your ego get in way of it's like no man and i've had to be humbled so much this past like couple of weeks because i'm i uh for those of you who don't know like we're recording this early november so i just launched the podcast and i'm getting feedback on it and it's like not always good you know some people are like hey what are you doing chase like this doesn't make any sense you need to change this this, do that and it's really valuable because i'm I don't go out much. I'm a recluse. I'm just in my house, like recording these podcasts, you know, writing these scripts. And then I get feedback on it. And I'm like, damn, maybe they're right. Like, <laughs> I need to, I need to be open to that. Cause it's so easy for me to like, no, this is my baby. Like I created this. Um, this is exactly how I want it. And then it's like, well, that's maybe how you want it, but it's not the most marketable. It's not the most relatable. It's not what people want to hear. It's too broad. It's like, oh, well, very good point. <laughs> I didn't think about that. Yeah, right? Terrible. Derivative. Boring. <laughs> that's, the, that's the feedback I'm getting, man. So. Oh, no. What? No, I was just like pretending I was like a curator. Or oh. New York art curator just like looking at all the art. Like, awful. Derivative. <laughs> I don't like. Uh, and the you come across like paint splatters on a canvas and you're like, oh, beautiful, beautiful, oh, yes. much. <laughs> it speaks much. to me. Oh, dirty. But, and, oh man, and also like taking that to the professional world too, like 
making mistakes at a job you're getting paid at and then getting coached or like reprimanded that's like a whole other ball game man i remember the first time i got feedback on a major project like a major project i've been working on this thing for months i gave it to my leadership and they said what is this chase this no. is not what we asked for oh, no. go back to the drawing board and i was so sad i think i cried and i was incredibly upset by that but now whenever like i'm interviewed for a job or something like that and they ask me like when has there ever been a time that you've had to deal with conflict in the workplace mm. i bring that up as an example of like oh well i the situation was i had this big project i was working on and my task was to develop this thing and then i handed it to my leadership and they rejected it so i had to go back to the drawing board and learn how to better communicate with my leadership and it turned into a really valuable learning lesson and ultimately that project was a success and it's become a really valuable talking point but man did it suck going through <laughs> yeah i mean that's it that's also like a good example of a question it's a time that you failed and what did you do to yeah. like fix it what did you do to like remedy the situation how did you move forward differently you know yeah a applicable yeah. example right there real world example and it happens man and it happens and the way like i got through it was just trying to be coachable like you said just taking it on the chin like not getting knocked down standing back up just yeah it happens mm-hmm. i'm 20 see, i'm 22 <laughs> what do you want yeah exactly and see that's something that i'm gonna have to definitely go through with you know if i'm gonna go up and do like you know walk up to a bunch of sh- show everybody like all, the, all you people down there that I've never met before, you want to hear some, like, really dark, weird that I've been thinking? Like, <laughs> Yeah. And they're jokes. They're all jokes. Yeah, they're all jokes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're, 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 we're here to have fun. We're here to laugh. But, yeah, that's, that's a bold move, Cotton, I think, for anybody. And, yeah, it's, I'm going to have to bomb. Everybody bombs. That's what everybody says. Yeah, yeah take that on say. the chin. I think I think Joe, Joe described bombing. He said it's like it's like oh, good. Yeah. He said that, and I was like, that's pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Yeah, gonna lie. I can't I can't imagine that's something I want to do. But I have no. an idea. I have an idea. What if you just don't do that? What if you just don't bomb? I mean, I think it's tough. I think it's tough. There's crowds. Crowds that they're not gonna work with you. Period. People don't go to comedy clubs to laugh. Hmm. Get them liquored up. Start. Start it with next rounds on me. That's got to be funny. No, and then they're gonna like come at me. Like, like so you're gonna get out of my serious. It was a joke. <laughs> I think they'll like you more though. You know what I mean. And if people like you, they laugh. I think. I mean, definitely. It, it's and it's an investment in your career. So, it, like, it might cost you a couple hundred bucks, but like, that's an investment you have to be willing to make, or else maybe you shouldn't be in comedy. <laughs> oh, I'm not buying anybody drinks. I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna be. All like, right. You're gonna laugh, and you're gonna like it. Fine. Don't take my advice, JD. I'm <laughs> I'm sure you're going to do great. I'm actually really excited for this um idea. I I want to ask you about your material, but maybe you don't want to share it with me. Um, um do you want to share your material with me? Yeah, dude. I could I could tell you about maybe I have one idea for you that I'll that I'll share. Heck need yeah. to Hit me flesh with out a little bit. Maybe. It, it's a premise. It's a premise here. Oh, um, and as we speak now, you know, watching, watching this on the Cardinals, a Seahawks game, seven, 25 left in the third quarter. And, um, you know, it makes me think about, you know, how weed is not legal nationwide and how, oh shit, interception, how, um, NFL players are immune to that. 
don't, they don't test for THC in the league anymore. I'm like, all right, that's kind of unfair. Oh, so I want it to be legal nationwide. How do we do that? How do we do that? Start testing the NFL football players based off they play for it. And there's not, it's a state. Eventually, eventually, Texas governor's going to be like, guys, we got to do something about the Texans. We are 0-7 because we can't keep <laughs> first round running back for more than a month. They immediately request trades. Go, they're all going to California. They're all going to Arizona. We're raw. We're terrible. We got to do something. Mm, that's a good premise. Legalize weed. <laughs> that's a good idea, man. I think that could work, yeah. actually. I think work in some more punk lines a little bit, but... Uh, right. Um, setup's kind of lengthy. I don't know. You know, got to work it. Got to work it all out, but... I could, it could be worth... Um, and that's, like, kind of how a lot of my ideas are right now. Legalize Just, weed! <laughs> yeah, like, why... Everybody I talk to is like, yeah, dude, Texas has, like, five more years. And, like, I look, you want to move back to Texas. Right? Ooh. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, like, based off of what happens at the end of the year right here. That's why I'm, like, in mm-hmm. and I'm, like, some more, more options so, in that area. But, you know, I, everybody I talk to, they're like, yeah, it's, like, easy five more years. This is weed. I'm like, how? They've got Joe Rogan, Elon Musk. Everybody, right? Yeah, everybody there, and as if Elon Musk is a pothead. <laughs> smoked weed on on the JRE. He did. He yeah, got he in trouble. He got he got in trouble for it. Yeah, he probably yeah. didn't. He doesn't burn. Uh, I bet. I bet. <laughs> you burn? <laughs> Do you burn, bro? Uh, Elon doesn't burn like that. I don't think. He, no, he, he does not. Important. He's too busy buying Twitter. Yeah, he's running it now, man. Chief Twit. He he backed out. He tried to back out of the deal. He was like, no, like, did, like what happened? Was he just like, I don't want this. I want this. This is not, no. Like, he started, like, and that's... Doing research and, like, figuring out, like, how many are bots? How many Twitter users are bots? And then he's like, no. No. How, how many times have you, like, the CIA told you, like, what to censor and what not to censor? Like, yeah, no, right. no, I don't want this. I don't want your blood money. And that's what's so interesting, right? Like, how bad of a company does your company have to be for someone to offer to buy it, back out, and then you sue them into buying your company? <laughs> like, that's crazy, right? Like, Dude, Uno reverse power play of the century. Like, yeah. They can do that? Like, that's the thing, right? Like, everybody hates Elon Musk because he bought Twitter. But you forget, he tried to not. He tried to not buy Twitter, and they forced yeah. him to. Did so like, it's no, like, this is happening. Yeah, this is happening. Our company's going under. We need Elon to pay us $44 billion for it. Like, Twitter sucks. Twitter's a <laughs> terrible company. And they, whoever, Jack Dorsey, I mean, he's not a part of it anymore, but they somehow swindled that boy into no. buying Twitter. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, and now he's scrambling. He's like, I need to find a revenue source with this company. Oh, no. Loses eight million dollars a day. Dude, I wait. World. What did you say right there? It cut out. Uh, it's a crazy world we're living in. Yeah, it's wild, Bananas. and it's even crazier that you said you're thinking of moving to Texas. That's exciting news. I didn't know about that. Did yes, I mean, like I haven't been spreading that word around too much, but you know, it's in the back of my mind. Like I just don't want to like. Good thing this podcast gets no listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll see, we'll see about that. This will be a test. You know, if someone says something, I'll be like, oh, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, do you improve? <laughs> yeah, That's not yeah, a catchphrase. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I, you know, Texas, is, and he was telling me about, you know, job opportunities, like, with his company that they might start going for. It's, like, right up my alley, supply chain-wise. Uh, my buddy said, he's like, I got a spare room, like, now. But nice. Plus, 
Uh, I think the DMV is like, hey, you need to register your car in this state. Like, you're not from this state. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's important. You got to do that. I was like, I'll just, just want to move back. Wait, what plates <laughs> do you have on your car right now? Texas. Texas. And it'll never not be Texas. Take the man out of Texas, but you take the Texas out of the man or off his car. Wow. That's right. incredible, man. Yeah, you have to do that within like 90 days second. of moving. <laughs> no, no. I lived in Oklahoma. Nobody said shit. I mean, I also was insured with Texas. The whole thing. I don't want to touch it right now. I'm just going to move back to Texas. Just move back to Texas, man. When I won't have up? to deal with it. Yeah. It's, in, it's up in like March 27th. So like... At like five months, the end of the year stuff is coming around the corner in the next couple of weeks. So based off that, it's kind of when I start looking at other options. Yeah, it's like we'll see. Well, and, man, that you know I'm aiming for Texas if I explore other options. Dude, well, if you want some more options, man, Florida's always on the table. Florida's Florida would also love tight. To have JD, yeah. JD here, man. Yeah, Ga go, go gator hunting. Go gator hunting. Yeah, man. Go gator. <laughs> hey, what do you kill? What do you hunt gators with? Guns. Sword. Uh, what sword? <laughs> like katana. Yeah, a big one. Be fun. I'd probably just use a. A what? Some sort of AR. I'm just yeah. Killing crocs. So I live in the tourist trap, uh, part of Orlando. And there's a billboard right outside my neighborhood that says, Machine Gun America, shoot real machine guns today. Pretty dope. <laughs> Sounds like there might be a language barrier on the other side of that sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm. See the, you see the grammar slip like that, and you're like, hmm. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's, it's a good state. You should... I got a room. I got a room. You got a room too? Yeah, I got rooms. I got, got two multiple rooms. rooms. There we go. Okay. One of them's Damn. also my office, but hey, it could work. Work. Okay. It could work. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, what are you, so your plans for the future, man? You're thinking about moving back to Texas? I'd probably go to like Dallas, but dude, if I were to go to Austin, Hogan's, uh, he's, Making a a club there, and it's yeah. called ship. And what is it, it sounds, called? It's it's called the mothership. The mothership. Mothership, and cool. I sounds like a grand old time. That does sound like a grand old time. Well, like they talk about the the comedy store in LA, you know, like right. From like what I've heard on their podcast, they talk about it like it was like in Narnia, dude. Yeah, it was like a whole different world, and wasn't just you know because of the star. It was just it was also just because like all the people and the friends that they made, and it was just a good time. And everybody's coming up together. It, you know, Tom, Bert, oh, Ari, Shafir, damn it, that's it. I came up at the comedy store, and I'm like, the it's gonna be that new spot, that new spot, yeah. and that would be so much fun. Near that, be a lot of fun, dude. Yeah, I would love for you to do that, man. I think, yeah, man, chase your dreams. If, especially if you're really trying to go after this comedy stuff, you should do it. And I'd love to like workshop workshop some bits for you, man. I'm not a funny guy, but I I know how to write, so I could write yeah. you some unfunny stuff, and you could sprinkle the funny on there, man. Okay, yeah, just put the zest. Put the zest, dude. I got some. I got some zest jokes from the west. Got some jokes. Would... Man, I told you. The other day, yeah. I had a dream of a comedy bit. Like, I dreamed That's what you it. said, yeah. It was crazy. I texted you about this. But yeah, it was this whole it was this whole routine. It was like 30 minutes long, and I had a dream about it. And it was in the style of Bill Burr, which makes me think I just... Angry and Boston and loud. Like... Yeah, yeah. It was angry and loud, and it was really funny. It was kind of like a bit of like observationalism, right? Seinfeld. 
and mixed in with that angry Bill Burr voice. And the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, maybe I just watched a video of Bill Burr doing this bit, and then I dreamed about it and so said it was my own. So I need to maybe watch some Bill Burr stuff to make sure he didn't do this. <laughs> but it was really funny, man. Research real quick. Yeah, make sure I'm not plagiarizing one of the goats. But yeah, one of the goats. It was funny. I'm also not interested in doing comedy, so I'd have for you to send this your way, and you can take it and run with it, man. Oh yeah, dude, I'd be, I'd be, be unhappy. What? What's it could up also be the... really bad. What's that? I thought I'd be more unhappy to see what's up with it. Uh, you know, you never know until you like put it on someone else's ear. I mean, like you do, you you kind of know whenever. I mean, they're. There are jokes that you just, you know, where you're like, I don't care. <laughs> that yeah. one's for me. <laughs> but, you know, like, relative is funny, but, like, you know, to a broad audience, it's different. Mm-hmm. It can be relative to... That, that, that reminds me of, oh, man, this was back when you were still in your undergrad. You, we, ah, uh, dude, you texted, you Snapchatted me this video of you recording yourself and you call over one of your friends i think it was chewy you said hey man look at this and it's just you taking a video of yourself and you sent it to me and i saw it the morning after so just like I staring at it died laughing i died laughing because it was exactly my type of humor and it was exactly your type of humor it was just like yes yeah. i totally yeah. get it like yes that is the funniest thing even though i think to mm. most people it would just be like this is just a video of you trolling your friends like yeah mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was well was i i just wanted to i just stared at the camera and i made chewy stare at it too and like what are we doing i was like this is it this is, <laughs> oh yeah no i was like i was like this, this, this is it like what are we doing yeah we did it we did it thank you that's all <laughs> that's all thanks well, man, I think if you're really serious about this comedy stuff and you're thinking of moving to Dallas to do it, you should definitely try comedy and see if you actually like it or not. Like, do you? Yeah. Like, what is it about it that's alluring? I've always enjoyed, like, you know? Yeah. Like, the second, like, I feel like anytime I was making, like, a large group of people laugh, whether friends or, you know, my family or something, I would immediately like get nervous or like i would just like i go like one step over the top and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah it, immediately, it almost like immediately like negates all their funniness whenever you go like one step where it's like it's like yeah. one more and it's like nah what if you head. can like yeah you can learn that though right like man who's that guy on schultz's podcast uh infamous the other one, the other co-host, who's a Kosh Singh. Yes, man. He, I think it was him who was on Joe Rogan, and he talked about how like I studied comedy, and that's how I became funny. Like I wasn't really funny beforehand, but yeah. I knew I wanted to be a comedian, so I studied comedy for like two years or whatever, and that's how I learned how to be funny. And truth be told, I don't think that guy's that funny, but <laughs> I think he put in the work to be where he is today and you know he's a successful podcaster or whatever does voice acting and stuff Mm. so i think if he could do it you could totally do it man i think you're much funnier than that guy (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's what i like to hear no offense man i i watch the podcast it's funny he's 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 really good chemistry with schultz yeah schultz have great chemistry this is the lifeblood podcast kosh is not Another like personality that works well with so. Did you did you watch Schultz's new special? Uh, I think I watched like half of it. Is <laughs> with you and just like turning off specials half. I don't know, man. I did it with that Schultz's one. Was... I did it with Ari Shafir. Oh, you sure? It. I wanted to finish it. Like that's how much I liked it. I wanted to finish. It. I wanted it's still, to. That isn't. It's isn't still on much. my list, man. Huh? Hey, I'm a busy guy. I got stuff going hey. on. Okay. Hey, say no more. Say no more. I'm going to finish it, I promise. Um, Good. But uh, I have a question for you, man. Next time we do this podcast thing, would you be interested? Well, before we have another podcast, I think you should do your five minutes. 
it, it's not i'm not close to five minutes i think i could maybe uh, i try for having like three ready and timed you kind of cut off there for a second but i'm gonna agree with you yes okay well that i have i'm gonna shoot for having three minutes timed out and are you going to debut it on the podcast or are you going no, to do no. it at a comedy club and then come back and tell me how it went? Um, we'll go. I'll have the three minutes ready by next time and then I'll work. Maybe up and perform on the next, next one. The next, next one. Okay. That's yeah. fair, man. Two benchmarks. I think that's great. That gives the audience like something to look forward to. Next time they see JD on the podcast, they'll know. Oh, I'm so snap. scared though. I'm so scared though, man. I think well, like I was, I, I want to say in a play back in the day, like one play oh, yeah. in middle school. Dude, I don't remember. Anything. I'm pretty sure I was. I don't remember doing anything for it. Like it's gonna break out. Good public speaker. Dude, it's a skill. You can work on it and practice, man. I, oh man, I think I'm going to get in trouble for sharing this story, but I'll share it anyways. I was in, uh, I was the president of a creative writing club when I was in college and it was great. I loved it. And we had one member who we did open mics like once a week or whatever, once every couple of weeks. And we had a member who did a stand-up comedy routine and it was the funniest thing ever, but like in a bad way, it's like, I was, I was like kind of I was laughing at him, not because of his jokes. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, maybe. And I feel really bad saying that, but it was really hard. He was dealing with – it was like a 15-minute set, and it was like one of his first times doing stand-up comedy, mm-hmm. and he was setting and up 15 premises. minutes? It was a lot. It was a lot. Damn, okay. Maybe it wasn't 15 minutes. It felt like 15 minutes, but it was a lot, and – he was dealing with topics that were really taboo, like abortion and stuff like that. <laughs> For class. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Like, it was tough, man. It was tough to sit through and the balls I, on this kid. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, so I think you can do better than him. I got my buddy with this one actually the other day. My buddy with this he, he was laughing pretty hard. Hit me with it. Alright, should I go ahead and Two. Dang, I, I did do... the first premise. You know what? Yeah, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do a second one. But, uh, I mean, dude, you might have even heard this story. My parents love to tell it. Maybe. Okay, so I live in Virginia, right? And I'm little, and I see my dad. He's in on the on the back fence, right? Yeah. Oh, gated back fence. Fence. Kind of dudes get to do whenever you're you're in the backyard. You gotta pee. So, my dad, like I'm like young. I'm like newly potty trained. I'm like you breaking the rules. That was in there. Now you're. What are you doing, Sabi? Essentially, and uh, like all right, John David, you're you know. Pay for, for uh, you know, guys to do it if it's an emergency. You know, if you gotta go, you gotta go. I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And you know, the parents like, I'm like, gotcha, no more cap. And uh, I, my parents come home one day. And what do they find in the front yard behind a bush? Oh no! Just a four-year-old size little Lincoln log, you know. Uh- in there. <laughs> And they come inside, they're like, John David, I'm like, yeah, I'm cool as a cucumber, not a problem. Like, what is this? You know, you, you, you went in the back, you, you went right in the front yard, and I, yes. Yeah. It's an emergency. Like, it, <laughs> Not even phase, just it was no, an emergency. No, I, I knew I had I had it lawyer I was lawyered up, bro. Yeah. It's like Dad told me <laughs> I could go in the yard for the bathroom uh. in the yard. <laughs> and yeah, thing. We have to work on the it's it's a great story. 
It is a great story. Yeah, I'll just have to tie that in with like anything else. That mush that together with like get like a minute thirty of that, a minute thirty of something else I could maybe tie it into, or just whatever. Now add some punchlines. Three minutes together. I think you could do it, man. I think there's definitely something there. Kids' stories, stories about childhood. Yeah. Been a fatty in the like, front yard. Maybe being lied to. It's like, I don't know, you could take that angle too. Been lied to, huh? It's like, your dad told you you could do this, and he straight up lied to me, man. That was uh, the. <laughs> uh, it's still a thing. Been lying. I much okay in my book hold that <laughs> <laughs> i still hold that to be true he wasn't lying bro that's still it was an emergency hey <laughs> I... yeah no all my i don't have a front yard because i live in an apartment so i have to use it's the people's that's right <laughs> <laughs> coming outside they're I think the dog was out here. What are you looking at? I can't hear you, man. It keeps cutting off. Maybe I'm getting out. away. Maybe I'm getting away from the microphone. I, it probably doesn't cut out as much whenever I'm up in it. That's actually true. That's, maybe that's on me. It for... still cuts out sometimes. Even whenever I'm like up in it right here? Look. Even when you up in it, it I'm, up, I'm up in it, dude. I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe it, it is, like, cutting off because you fall back and then, like... I mean, is it doing it now? Like, I've been up in it for, like... It's not doing it now. Well, it's probably not up in it. Well, it cut off a little bit right there. But, JD, I think that might be the podcast. I think, I think so as well. I we got some good stuff. Aaron, real catching up, man. It's been very real catching up. Everyone say bye to Craig. Whoa, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? We are back. I'm back. You're still here. Gosh, I got to get better at these outros. But we're just going to roll with it. One take chase. That's what we call me. I don't, nobody calls me that. Um, Anyways, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that podcast, man. It was a lot of fun recording with JD. It was good catching up with him. We haven't um, really sat down and had like a dedicated conversation like that in a while. We used to be talking all the time uh, because of our our short-lived podcast that we were trying to do. Man, maybe one day I'll release some of those old recordings just for just for, for some throwbacks, um, some fun. You guys can see like uh, the raw chase just trying to figure out how to talk to people and have a conversation um maybe you'll think it was it's been a vast improvement or maybe you'll be like oh you should go back to that that's actually much better than what you're doing now and you wouldn't be wrong man i don't know what i'm doing anymore i'm just figuring it out we're on the run we're making moves um i guess i promised you all some updates for me from a I don't know what type of stance from like a screenwriter stance. I hope you guys set your goals this week. If you're listening to this now, I hope you set your goals this week. I hope you're achieving your goals from last week. My goals for this week, man. So I, last time I talked, I told you all I got my 12 miles in or my 10 miles in. And then I think for the next week after that, I got my 10 miles in. So it's been a total of 12 weeks, 12 weeks in a row that I got 10 miles per week. So that's like 120 miles in the last three months. And I'm super proud of myself for that. It's, you know, not really taking it a week off, just hustling, trying to get those miles under my belt. Because for the year, I had a goal of hitting, um, you know, a certain mileage. And I don't want to go into that right now. I'm going to say that for an earlier podcast or a later podcast. But now um, I'm well on my way to hitting that goal. So I'm super pumped about that, that yearly goal. Um and I am super excited for that one. But again, my screenwriting has just slacked. And in fact, my screenwriting has slacked so hard, I decided to have a dedicated podcast on this screenwriting struggle that I've been struggling with. So next week, here's a sneak preview. Next week, you guys are going to hear me sit down with a very special guest and talk through some of my 
writer's block or like struggles with the story and learn how to well you're not going to learn anything i'm going to try and learn how to solve this writing problem or what i had to do in order to solve the problem because i think i cracked it like i cracked the story i know where i'm going i know the direction i'm going but how i got there was like really difficult and i think worth talking about so you have that to look forward to next week um now that i've cracked the story it's just a matter of writing it and finding the time and like i said at the beginning of the podcast like i didn't spend any time writing because i just wanted to spend time with my family take soak in that family time because it's so so rare and time is fleeting um so you gotta hold on to it um as best you can with those loved ones that you got um and so that's what I did this um, that week. And now I'm back here and I'm ready to hit the ground running. There's been so much going on in my like professional life that I, I can't even get into right now. But there's it's just been busy, a busy, busy uh, past couple of weeks for Chase. So I am excited to have some downtime for the next couple of weeks and then get back into writing. And hopefully I'll have a rock solid update for you guys um towards the end of the year about where i am for the screenplay like talking page count and where i'm at in the story but i won't keep dragging your ear um for that much longer in fact um i think i might just wrap up the podcast right now um if you all are interested go to classicstudios.com and sign up for the classic studios newsletter that's going to be a quarterly newsletter that comes out every three months you know once a quarter and the first one is going to come out in january actually so the special thing about these newsletters is they'll never be re-released so it'll just be an email from me to the people who are signed up on the newsletter so if you want to be included in sort of like this inner circle of the improved podcast definitely sign up for that um newsletter that's when you'll be the first to know about you know upcoming events upcoming podcasts upcoming um projects that i have working on that i want you all to be involved in so if you have the time or (laughs) if you have the inclination please go ahead and sign up for that it's going to be super important um in the future for this um you know this thing that we're building and i'm really motivated by that uh what else do I want to plug? I want to plug Green Bean. Shout out to Green Bean for all of our musical themes. You can find him on Instagram at Green Bean Music. And hmm, let me think about this. Is that everything I want to say? Uh, yeah, I think that's it. I'm going to go ahead and call it a day. I will see you all next week for the Improved Podcast. Bye-bye. Improved Podcast.